XFL, Charlotte Sports Live. Well, it was a party at the bank tonight as thousands of fans packed in to watch Bryce Young in the black and blue under the lights. We're taking a live look now at our at Uptown Charlotte. It was all quiet. Well, it's all quiet right now, but this place was rocking just a few hours ago. And with that, we welcome you into Charlotte Sports Live, live from Bank of America Stadium. Grace Girl with you here alongside former Panthers defensive end Al Wallace. A little bit in hype difference, of course. The <laughs> night I don't wear my heels. But, hey, it was a fun night out here, and even you got some love coming in. How great did it hear just to hear them cheering for you? A little bit of love. I was happy that I made it down the stairs and I didn't trip. It was <laughs> National Old Guys Day here at Bank of America Stadium. So it was a lot of fun to get back in there with all the guys. Well, we're going to get to all the fun that was had here. But first, we got to bring in the rest of our crew. We have team coverage tonight. Al and I out here at the bank, but we've got Gabe and Joe Morano back in studio holding it down. But first, guys, before we get to you, let's start with what went on at the bank tonight. So the pan everybody filed in here to see these 2023 Panthers. A nice crowd out here tonight at BOA, and they all came to watch this guy. Number nine, Bryce Young. And he had a great day throw in. More on that in a second. We saw uh, we saw there's a lot to like on the field, like Terrace Marshall Jr. making a spectacular catch in the end zone. But for fans looking to see more razzle-dazzle, you may have left the stadium wanting a little bit more. Frank Reich admitted after practice that the team has purposefully kept it kind of bland in pre preparation for the preseason, and that is by strategy. But at least for tonight, his guys checked all the boxes, especially QB1. Uh, first of all, there's going to be the temptation to give him a lot because he can handle a lot. He's really smart, and it's easy for him. But just because it's easy for him, he's smart, that doesn't mean it's what's best for him or what's best for the team. So, you know, we, we got to figure out what is that fine balance, you know, in, in our offense. And we'll pare it down. We're in install mode right now. So that's the other thing. We're just running plays. You know, we're not game planning. We're just, we're just running our base offense you know, not game planning at all. So uh, it's, I think it's going well on both sides. Great crowd on a Wednesday night. You know, I'm not sure how many were out there, but it felt like a lot. I thought the players fed off that. Uh, we got some good work done today. We did a little short yardage work, a little two-minute work. So um, good day, good block, right? We go in these three, four-day blocks. So uh, that's kind of step two and look forward to uh, get going here day off tomorrow and then come back to work the next day. All right, and we've got to talk a little bit about rookie QB1 Bryce Young in his first action in his new home stadium under the lights. Bryce Young finished the evening going 11 for 16 in his portion of practice. He found LaVisca Chenault on a streak down the sideline to the end zone and got praise from Frank Reich about his performance in the two-minute drill. Bryce caught up with our own Carla Gebhardt during FanFest, and he's been enjoying camp and is ready to tackle the final week down in Spartanburg. You're about to enter your last weekend, Spartanburg, before the preseason gets here. What is left? What What are you focused on this last week? Yeah, I think it's just consistency. Um, you know, we, we want to continue to stack days. Uh, you know, us as a team, us as a unit, me individually, just continuing to grow. Um, you know, I've, I've, I've made mistakes and try not to make the same mistakes twice and then being consistent on the things that, that go well and, um, you know, just building. Um, so for me, just listening to my, my coaches, listening to my teammates and, you know, us being able to continue to come together and, you know, kind of become a, a group become a family, become a union. Uh, you know, I think training camp's huge for that. And, you know, I, I felt the growth, um, us as a team, and, you know, we want to keep working that direction. All right, so everything you've heard out of camp about Bryce Young is how impressive he has been. Bradley Bozeman talked a little bit after, after practice tonight, saying that he just commands the respect of this whole team. 
yes, his demeanor is great, but what what is your been your main takeaway from him so far? Well, I think he's built for this moment, right? All the things that you see from Bryce Young going out and executing at a high level, we saw it at Alabama, we saw it at S in the SEC, and I think the biggest takeaway for me is that he's continuing to be a professional. I'm not going to hit the panic button because he's failing in certain areas or he's making some mistakes. I think that's part of it. I've been a rookie. There are a lot of rookies out there. And if you don't fail, I don't believe you can learn. So I think he's going to have to face some of those hard lessons, make some of those bad throws, and come out of the other side a lot better. Well, the thing that I was really looking for is it's one thing to, you know, perform down in Spartanburg. It's kind of like it's, you know, there's fans there, but it's not like here. It's a different atmosphere. So I was looking to see if, was there a change? Did you notice anything? No, I didn't notice any change. Look, this guy played at Alabama. He played in the SEC. There's some big venues, and the crowd was absolutely phenomenal here on a Wednesday night for Fan Fest. But Bryce is going to take everything in stride. This guy, again, I'll say it, he's built for this moment, and I think that's why the Panthers drafted him because they understood that a lot's going to be thrown his way. There are going to be some adversities as this season goes on. He's going to be able to take those, absorb them, and hopefully come out a bigger, better version of Bryce Young. Yeah, well, the fans have already bought in a lot of number nine jerseys out here, but let's talk your side of the ball, right? So moving to the defense, things have been coming together rather well for the Panthers so far through camp as they implement an entirely new scheme. This also means a number of new players taking on new roles, such as Jeremy Chin. Chin will be used as more of a chess piece in the 3-4 scheme and feels like the change could benefit him greatly this season. It's a little bit different than what it's been the past two years. Uh, with Averro's creativity, um, really playing to my strengths. Uh, not so far back away from the ball, so a little bit closer. So that's probably the biggest difference. Guys that make plays, like you said, Darren, they, they catch your eye and you find ways to get them on the field. And that's just it. We don't have, you know, we can have role players. You know, you, it doesn't have to be tradition, right? I mean, you can bring guys in to play specialized roles. You know, we do that on offense all the time. Defense does that. So, you know, we'll look to utilize all the talent we have on our roster. So going off of what we just heard Frank Reich say, with the talent that they have on this roster, how does this 3-4 scheme that have you seen so far that benefits what they have? Aggression, unbridled aggression, blitz packages, so many athletes on that side of the ball. I think it allows all the, the talent on that side, like Jeremy Chin, a guy like Jamie Robinson who was just drafted this year to play freely, Frankie Louvu, and they can do so many things. I'm such a fan of this defense because you can see early on in camp that it's presenting some problems for the protection, for the quarterbacks, trying to pick up all the guys that are standing around the line of scrimmage with the possibility to be a pass rusher. So for me, it's the ability to get after the quarterback, collapse the pocket, and do some damage. Uh, sign me up. Can I come back and play for these guys? <laughs> we talked for a while out here before we went on to show, and Al just going back and forth sharing all of his stories, and it's just it's fun to hear you reminisce out here because that's what it's all about. But, you know, you, you talk about um, – you know, leaders on this team. You have Shaq out here, but also Brian Burns is getting a lot of talk. Obviously, he's in contract negotiations, but his role is kind of changing slightly. How do you think he will fit into this? I just think he needs to stick to what he does, right? I know we're going to see him drop in coverage a little bit, but he's a pass rusher. That's why they drafted him out of Florida State. And if he can continue to pile up double-digit sack seasons, he's going to be great. He doesn't need to be that verbal leader. You have Shaq, and I think you have two guys that we're not paying a lot of attention to in Von Bell and Xavier Woods on the back end. Those two guys are leaders. They're veterans. All the younger guys, especially in the secondary, are feeding off of their experience. Well, we love getting your take on this because of the experience that you bring we're going to ask you for a couple more takes coming up in quick six, but that's going to do it for us here for now. We're going to send it back to Gabe and Joe in studio. We'll see you guys in a bit.
Appreciate it, Grace. Well, let's check out the rest of the training camp schedule. We're cruising right along. Tomorrow is an off day for the Panthers, and practice resumes in Spartanburg on Friday. The team will go through the weekend, and then they'll have Monday off, and they practice again next Tuesday. And then the Jets come to town for two joint practices on Wednesday and Thursday. That's followed up by that first preseason game of the season that's coming up on Saturday, August 12th, against those same Jets. And no practice tomorrow, but... CSL, we never take the night off. We have another exclusive interview coming your way on Thursday. Inside linebacker Frankie Louvu takes some time to talk to us and share some insights on the new 3-4 defensive scheme. That's coming up tomorrow on Charlotte Sports Live at 11 o'clock. Well, let's head to the track. NASCAR is in Michigan this weekend, but Joe, we had a pretty big announcement coming down today. Of course, the Hall of Fame class of 2024 is announced, and for the first time ever, all three Hall of Famer, Hall of Fame inductees are first ballot choices, most notably you'll this guy you'll recognize this the seven-time champ himself jimmy johnson however not a unanimous choice he's on 53 of the 57 total ballots cast not only is johnson getting a call though but his former crew chief chad Knaus will join him in the class of 24. getting into the hall in the pioneer ballot is donnie allison he won the 1970 world 600 which you know now is the coke 600 that's run right here in our backyard the induction ceremony for the class of 24 is set for friday january 19th However, Gabe, sir, a seven-time champ, not unanimous. Find those four voters that didn't put him. Like, it's like not having Tom Brady or Michael Jordan or, I mean, just any all-time great. Like, how could, you not, how could he not be unanimous? And I know there's never been, since the Hall of Fame opened in 2010, there's never yeah. been a unanimous winner of unanimous inductee. But he's the best we've seen in the sport. 83 <laughs> wins, 374 top 10, seven titles, seven championships. How is he not unanimous? Now, it's great that he's getting in. It's also really great that his crew chief is getting in as well. He had 81 wins with him as that crew chief. So a really good tandem there. And so it's really cool to see those guys getting in. But we got to find those four voters. Somewhere yeah. <laughs> out there, we will find you guys. And we're going to have a long sit down. No one's ever unanimous except Mariano Rivera. So it see? doesn't surprise me. I'm glad the crew chief there, Jack yeah. Knauss, is getting his credit, sure. though. Very much do. Corey LaJoy is also making some news here in NASCAR today as he will remain at Spire Motorsports. He signed a multi-year contract extension today. He's driven the number seven car for the organization since 2021. He's in his seventh season as a Cup Series driver and has six top ten finishes and two top fives. LaJoy is the only driver to finish every Cup Series race this season as well. We're moving back to the gridiron. Fall practice is underway up in Raleigh, and the Wolfpack have a mix of old and new on this team. Hear from the Wolfpack coming up in just a little bit. However, the ACC may be in a little bit of trouble. We keep hearing rumors and whispers of some teams that might want to jump ship from the conference, and today one school president actually spoke it into existence. we got to bring you that story. And did the fans learn anything new tonight at the bank? We'll break it down just ahead in Quick 6. That's coming up on Charlotte Sports Live. We're back in two minutes. Once you make it to finals, you feel like you're already in. It is really hard to make this team on your first try. It just is because they're so talented. When you get that email that, and your name's not on the list, I think it kind of added a layer not making it. I respect the fact that I haven't done it. There are people that are on their fourth or fifth audition. To not give up and to come back shows that you wanted. It shows that you are determined. The timing has to be right for them, right? It has to be the right team for them to be on. Now I have that chip on my shoulder, kind of in the best way of I have unfinished business. I gotta go back and I gotta get my place. How could I not wanna be a part of this? How bad do you want it? All right, if you missed our first installment of Top Cat's Unfinished Business on Tuesday night, don't worry, we have you covered. 
scan the QR code on your screen and it will take you directly to our Top Cats landing page at QCNews.com. You can watch the program plus get other extras, including the show from the 2022 season. And we're back out here live at Bank of America Stadium. Al Wallace back with us. He's going to join us for Quick 6. And we've got Gabe McDonald and Joe Morano back in studio tonight. So let's go ahead and put two minutes on that clock. Gabe, we are going to start with you. Who is the Panthers training camp MVP right now? I'd have to give it to DJ Chark. He's come in, obviously coming off an injury, riddled season in Detroit. He's making play after play after play, really establishing himself as wide receiver one right now. Looking really good so far. Him and Bryce Young showing some great chemistry through his first few practices. All right, Al, this one's for you. What position group do the Panthers still need to add to? It's my position. It's edge rusher. It's been edge rusher since they reported to training camp. They have to find some help opposite of Brian Burns. Marquise Haynes has been out since the first practice with the back injury, so they got to get some help. I think a sneaky acquisition is Deion Jones because that frees up uh, Frankie Louvu to now move to the edge. He's going to give him some help out there on the outside. Got some divisional experience, too. <laughs> All right, Joe, this one's for you. Did we learn anything at FanFest tonight? I don't really think so, and um, we just mentioned that Frank Reich acknowledged tonight he's been playing things not too flashy, a little close to the vest, and I think that's the point of FanFest, though, is, you know, get out there, get some reps in for the fans, and have a little fun. That's all right. All right, Gabe, a baseball question. Are the Braves <laughs> going to win the National League or somebody else? The Braves will win the National League. I mean, at this point in the season, I mean, they are hitting home runs. Like, I mean, they're just hitting home run after home run. You, you guys will see here in a little bit in the highlights. They look really good. I think they have a really good chance of getting another title. I think they will definitely be a lock in the World Series. You can put some money on that. All right, Al, last one for you. Where do the Panthers need to improve most before we get to the preseason? Yeah, this one's going to be a little bit of foreshadowing. I think they have to improve in tackling. They haven't tackled anybody yet. I know the pads are on. The preseason games are coming. But you can't learn tackling unless you tackle somebody. I can't wait to see these guys take other opponents to the ground. All right, Joe. What fast food restaurant would you want to partner with? It's always bow time, all right? And I I need a partnership for there's CSL, some, right? There's some bias. Yeah. I need to get ready. I need to get ready with a two-piece. We go to the locker room after CSL. Give me a chicken supreme snack. Give me Bojangles. You're not a kid. Okay, I don't know if this is good or bad that I admit to this on air, but I have been in Carolina for a year now, and I still have not had Bojangles. Ugh. Oh, That's boy. yeah. We'll get there. We'll work I'll on get it. there. You get your Carolina card taken for that. I'll get there. I heard it's a hit. And FanFest... And FanFest was also a hit, but you know who else can hit? Those Atlanta Braves. See how the Braves bats got hot against the Angels tonight. But first, your Charlotte 49ers kick off their fall practice schedule on Friday ahead of their inaugural season in the American. The Niners have brought in new head coach Biff Pogey after the program went a disappointing 3-9 last season. Charlotte opens the season a month from tonight against South Carolina State. Stick around. We've got more CSL just ahead. About some matinee baseball for the Braves looking for a series win over the Angels. Third inning, no score, runners on the corners. Ronald Acuna is going to change that whole no score thing. This three-run shot off Lucas Giolito is his 25th of the year. Ronnie goes three for four, three ribs, four runs scored in this game. That lets you know how things went for Atlanta here. Still in the fourth. Braves up 6-1. to one. Austin Riley hits his 25th homer of the season. Braves now have three batters with 25 or more homers. You saw two of them. Here's the third. Matt Olson goes deep for his 37th home run of the year. Unbelievable stuff. Braves roll in this series finale against the Angels, winning it by a final score of 12-5. to 5.
Up in Raleigh, NC State are one of many teams across the country kicking off fall camp today. Game. Yeah, the Wolfpack coming off an 8-5 season that ended right here in Charlotte with a loss in the Duke's Mail Bowl. But of course, this season marks a bit of a new beginning for Dave Derwin's squad. NC State has a new offensive coordinator in Robert Anay and a new quarterback at the helm. Brennan Armstrong is, is expected to be QB1 after a record-setting career at Virginia. Having an experienced signal caller like Armstrong should be a big boost for the team this season. His experience is very valued. Um, it's one thing as a coach, you can't insert you know, into a player's experience. And so having a guy that's played as many games as Brennan's, especially in this offense, is very helpful. I think helping people is probably one of the best things you can do in life at all. So no matter it's football, anywhere outside of this facility. So um, that's why I try to be towards them. Um, but we're also competing. So it's a, it's a good dynamic, but I think it's going to bring the best out of both of us. NC State is projected to finish fourth in the ACC this season. The pack will open things up on August 31st at UConn. Realignment news is running rampant around college football these days, and now we know at least one ACC school seriously considering joining the fray. Florida State's president said his university would have to, quote, very seriously consider leaving unless there's major changes to the conference's revenue distribution model right now. The ACC rewards success on the field in football and basketball, but Florida State wants more credit for generating higher TV revenue and more marketability. Uh, Gabe, maybe you haven't taken this. I don't have the yeah. energy for this now. First <laughs> NIL was good, now it's bad, now yeah. it's here, now our NCAA football game's not happening. I don't it's, have the capacity It's, for it's interesting, and I think, honestly, now you look at the ACC, if they lose this program like Florida State, possibly a Clemson, yeah. they're, they're really in some trouble now. Because I think, honestly, we're getting to the point where, obviously, we know the SEC is king. Mm -hmm. Big Ten getting USC, UCLA is going to be huge for them. So I think, honestly, it's, I mean, we all know college football is an arms race. And right now, it's the SEC and the Big Ten and pretty much everybody else. Yeah, the ACC may have to change just to try and keep up with the Joneses, yeah. so to speak, and keep... Florida State and Clemson, those are your cornerstones in there. You need UNC as well to not try and thinking about this. I can't believe what's happening yeah. with realignment and how this is resurfacing again 10 years after this right. whole mess. Unfortunately for the ACC, they have the strength in basketball. So if you're yeah. able to keep a UNC, a Duke, which I don't think they're going to obviously go and like be away from each other because you want to keep that rivalry intact in so many other sports. But, I mean, this is, this is pretty interesting because if you think about it, and it's going to be wild too, all these warm weather schools going to the Big Ten. Like, imagine yep. going to Tallahassee, going to Florida State. Oh, I got to go to Happy Valley, or I got to go to Columbus <laughs> in November. I'm used to playing in Florida or South Carolina, right. so it's it's going to be interesting geographically as well. But we all know what talks, and it's this. It's right that. Here. But you know what I'm happy for? In three weeks, we just we get games. Yeah. We finally get games. We can talk about that in yeah. three weeks. Now it's going to be fun. I for I for myself cannot wait. College football, it is right here upon us. And Ty Gibbs. He's into the QC Crown chat tonight. How this team made NASCAR history and why it's QC Crown worthy. That's coming up next here on Charlotte Sports Live. All right, here's a look at what's coming up on Charlotte Sports Live. Tomorrow we go one-on-one -on -one with Panthers linebacker Frankie Louvu. On Friday we get the story of wideout CJ Saunders. And if you need a NASCAR fix, we've got that for you too. The Daytona 500 champion is coming to CSL. Ricky Stenhouse Jr. will join the show this weekend. But that is going to do it for me tonight, live out here from Bank of America Stadium, where we had an awesome fan fest. Let's send it back to the studio with Joe and Gabe. Sure thing, Grace. Good working with you out there. Time to send everyone to bed tonight, though, with handing out our top crown of the evening, our QC crown to be exact, Gabe. Yeah, going back to Sunday's race at Richmond for my crown tonight. Guys, look at these technicians hard at work. My crown going out to Ty Gibbs' pit crew during Sunday's kickout 400, as you can see right here, moving like 
just clockwork. The crew for the number 54 clocked the fastest pit stop ever recorded. They changed ever. all four tires and filled the car back up in a whopping 8.54 seconds. Insane. Some remarkable work by them. Gibbs, he would go on to finish 15th in Sunday's race. What do you think you could do at 8.54 seconds? Uh, I got I got I got some gas today, and it took me eight minutes to get the card to read the scanner. You know, can you change a tire that fast? <laughs> no, but I can at least do that on my own. Give me some time. Well, there's a lot more that we can do, and we got a lot more coming up for you guys tomorrow night on Charlotte Sports Live. For Grace, Al, and Joe, I'm Gabe. We'll do it again tomorrow night. Have a good night, y'all.